Exodus 13 verse 22. Moreover the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels, and, if, and after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil, olive, a hen, and thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be a holy anointing oil, and thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony, and the table, and all his vessels, and the candlesticks, and his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his vessels, and the laver and his foot, and thou shalt sanctify them, that they be most holy, and whatsoever touches them shall be holy. Amen. Isaiah 61 verse 1. Amen. The prophet was prophesying. He said that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. And he had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance to our God and comfort to all that mourn. And to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. And to give unto them beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may, might be called trees of righteousness. And the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. And with the help of the Lord just for a little bit. I want to preach tonight about the release of the anointing. The release of the anointing. If you can please put your Bibles down and lift your hands with me toward heaven. And would you help me pray? Lord, we thank you for your presence that we feel in this place tonight. Thank you for your anointing that is in this house. We ask you, Lord, that you would minister to our minds and our hearts and our bodies. And I pray that you let your word go forth and let it do its work. God, we completely depend on you. That you would speak to the inner person tonight. And that you would have your way in this house. And we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Would you give the Lord a hand clap with me tonight? Let's do it one more time. Lord, you're worthy. Jesus, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And please be seated. The biblical definition of an anointing is resembled in the Bible in the pouring and the smearing of oil upon a subject or a person. Amen. The first place you read about someone using oil to anoint in the Bible was Jacob. Jacob was escaping his brother Esau and he, he had problems at home and he was running for his life. He was taking a journey to meet his uncle Laban, not knowing his future, not knowing what's going to be next. And there the Bible tells us that when the evening came, he, he, he made a stop at a place called Luz and he found him a stone. He took the stone and laid it on its side and he rested and he slept there. During that night, God visited him. 
and God spoke to him. Amen. He told him that, that he's going to be his God. He's going to help him. And he's going to bring him back to the place where he's running away from. And the Bible says that, that Jacob, during that night, he saw heaven open. He saw the Lord. He saw a ladder and the Lord upon that ladder. He saw the angels descending and ascending. And when he woke up from that dream, he said, surely this is not just any place, but this is the house of God. This is where God visited me, and this is where God spoke to me, and he refused to go forward. But yet he took that stone, that stone that was merely just like any stone, but now it was a different thing about it. He took that stone, let it stand on its side, and he took oil and anointed that place. And I want to tell you, as you read throughout the scripture, from generation to generation, there always been a link to that place. This is where God visited him. This is where God visited Isaac and Jacob. And this is where God has started moving. And Israel was connected to that place simply because that place was anointed. I want to tell you tonight, I don't want to go through life feeling that I just visited church. And this is just when God touched me. But every time I feel the anointing of the Lord, I got to say, you know what? This is the Holy place this is the place of God this is the house of God this is what God spoke to me and changed me and healed me and delivered me hallelujah amen the Bible tells us that the anointing that that was was used in the Old Testament uh, that God had when he spoke to Moses about building the altar and doing all the furniture we all know that God is into the specific. He's into the details. He told exactly to told Moses exactly how to do the tabernacle, how to do the furniture, their size, and what they supposed to be made of, and and how beautiful everything looked. And he made the tabernacle. And the Bible tells us that after he did all the furniture, God spoke to Moses and he gave him a specific instruction about making a holy ointment a holy anointing and God told Moses amen doesn't matter it doesn't matter how beautiful things are it doesn't matter how good they are it doesn't matter how convenient the place is unless it's anointed I'm not gonna use it hallelujah there's got to be an anointing that comes on a place if God is gonna accept it Amen. So God tells him specifically how to do the, the clothing for Aaron and, and the priesthood. And it doesn't matter how beautiful the clothes are. Aaron had to be anointed. And the Bible tells us that Moses did that. And he took this specific, this principle pure of, of spices. And he created that oil and he started anointing everything. He anointed the tabernacle. He anointed the, the, the altars. He anointed the feet. He anointed the, the candlesticks. He anointed everything in the house of God. And unless it was anointed, God would not use it. I want to tell you tonight that there is a reason for the anointing. Amen. God had made the anointing that can take things that they are not pure and make them pure. He can take things that they are not holy and make them holy. What makes things holy is not the past, but it's the anointing. It's not the future, it's the anointing. What makes things are acceptable in the eyes of God is the anointing. Hallelujah. And so the Bible tells us that in the Old Testament, not only the furniture in the tabernacle had to be anointed, but there were three offices that they had to be anointed for God to use them. You see, the anointing was not for everybody in the Old Testament. It was just for these three specific offices. Amen. The first office was the office of a prophet. If a prophet is going to be used by God, 
has nothing to do with his heritage. It has nothing to do with, with his talent. It has nothing to do with his gifting. It had to do with the anointing. And so the Bible tells us in 1 Kings 19, 60, And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shebat, of, of uh, Abel Mehola, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. Amen. So he, God had used the children of Aaron, but if God was going to use them, they still had to be anointed. Amen. And anybody that's going to speak the word of the Lord, and anybody that's going to speak on behalf of God, they've got to do it under the anointing. It doesn't matter how much Bible you know. It doesn't matter how scriptures you know. It doesn't matter where you've been, what college you graduated from. Unless you're anointing, God will not accept it. It is the anointing that make God accept individuals. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that the second office that God had, that, that God commanded for anybody that's going to fulfill that office, they had to be anointed and it's the office of a priest. If a priest is going to serve in the house of God, they have to be anointed. It doesn't matter if they're cleaning. It doesn't matter if they are in the, in the, bringing the sacrifices. It doesn't matter if they're taking the tithe or the offering. It doesn't matter what they are. If they are priests in the house of God, they have to be anointed. Any service that they give, it's not accepted by God unless they are anointed. Hallelujah. God had put everything and put the weight on someone being anointed to serve him. And God does not want anybody to serve him. It doesn't matter how big the sacrifice is and how big the service is. God will not accept it unless it is anointed. It is the anointing that God is after. It is the anointing where God gives the approval. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And the, and the Bible tells us Exodus 14 and 15. And thou shalt anoint them that thou did anoint their father that they may minister unto me in the office of the priest. And the third office that had to be anointed for God to use is the office of the kings. If you're going to be a king, you've got to be anointed. And so the Bible tells us that when God chose Saul, Saul was just an individual. But God tells Samuel in 1 Samuel 9.16, tomorrow about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel. And when God, when, when Samuel anointed Saul, the Spirit of God came upon him and he started prophesying, amen, with the other prophets. It is the anointing that made him king. Hallelujah, not just because the people called him, it's not, it's about the office, the anointing, it follows the office. And if you're going to serve God in any capacity in your life, the first thing that you have to pursue is the anointing. The anointing that qualifies, the anointing that equips, the anointing is what empowers. Oh, hallelujah. We put a lot of emphasis on people, how good they are. I want to tell you, there is nothing good about people if they are not anointed. They will fail. They'll come short from the glory of God. But you find you one person, one person that has the anointing of the Holy Ghost on their life. And you'll see them flipping cities upside down. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The purpose of the anointing, Exodus 29, 29, and the holy garment of Aaron shall be his sons after him to be anointed therein and to be consecrated. The anointing, that's what the anointing said. When God anoints something, God is saying, this is mine. This, this, you belong to me. 
you buy a, a van for the church, that's mine. That's, that's consecrated. It's anointed. It's, it's for the use of the Lord. You, you get a chair and you put it in the sanctuary. It's anointed. That means it's for His use. You get a sound system in the back. God anoints it. It's for His use. It's, it's consecrated unto the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. When God anoints something, God's saying, you belong to me. Hallelujah. From now on, your life, your service, everything about you, everything you do belongs to me. I have I've given you my name. I've given you my anointing. I put you my spirit on the inside of you. You're not of the world. You're to me. Hallelujah. The anointing, the second thing that the anointing does, the anointing is for sanctification. Amen. Nothing in the eyes of God is clean unless it's anointed. The anointing is what sanctifies. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16, 13, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon, the, uh, uh, Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. That, that anointing had, had sanctified him and that anointing had equipped him. And I want to tell you, when God anoints something, God sends his spirit, right? Not just behind it, but before it. I believe that when God anoints a person, that, that, you know, it's not just that goodness and mercy follows me. I believe goodness and mercy go before me. You go to places and God just had already given you favor, given you power, given you influence. Oh, hallelujah. Because the spirit of the Lord moves where the anointing is. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that when that anointing came, amen, upon an individual, the Spirit of God came. And David, David understood the power of something being anointed. He understood that when something is anointed, you don't mess with, you don't come against, you don't speak against, you don't even lift your arms against. Because that's the anointed of the Lord. That's why he said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. It has nothing to do with the individual. It has to do with the anointing. And when you come against somebody that's anointing, you're coming against God. Oh, hallelujah. That's one of the biggest mistakes Saul did. He came against the prophets. They were the anointed of the Lord. And you're living in a time that people are reckless in their words and their actions. And they speak about the pastor and about preachers and about this and that. And they don't understand that's not about them. It's about the office. Oh, hallelujah. People got to learn that you got to keep your mouth closed and keep your opinion to yourself. God will deal with this anointed. You just keep your spirit right. You keep your heart right. Don't you come against the anointed. Don't you come against the anointed of God. Oh, hallelujah. That's why when David, you would think he has all the right to go and kill Saul. But he said, no, no, no. You don't understand. I know he's evil. I know he killed the prophets. I know he's wicked. I know he's, amen. In the eyes of the world, he's justified to kill them, but not in the eyes of God. He said, this is God's anointing. God forbid that I, I do something and hurt him. Oh, hallelujah. When you understand the power of anointing, you respect it. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us when the anointing came, it equipped David that when Saul had an evil spirit, it wasn't his good talent and his gifting in music that made the evil spirit leave. 
But it was the anointing. Why? Because David knew how to release the anointing. Amen. He just, anytime there was evil things happening, you know what he did? He took that instrument and he started playing with his fingers until the anointing started flowing and the anointing drove away the bad spirit. Can I tell you something tonight? I tell our church, it doesn't matter about how many songs we sing. You can sing one song as long as the Holy Ghost is moving. You keep that song going. You keep that anointing flowing. It's not about performance. It's not about, I want God, if I do a program, I want God to anoint it. If I'm going to sing a song, I want God to anoint it. If I'm going to play an instrument, I want God to anoint it. If I'm going to take an offering, I want God to anoint it. Oh, hallelujah. If I'm going to usher, I, gotta, I need God to anoint me. Isn't it something people can walk into the church and you could be at the front door and the anointing is upon you and you just go and shake their hands and people feel God and they feel the presence of the Lord. I want to tell you what the world needs. The world needs to feel more of God's anointed. Something about you. that When you walk in the anointing of the Holy Ghost that you affect everything around you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so these were the only three offices in the Old Testament that they were anointed. Nobody else. Nobody else from the people could be anointed. It wasn't their place. Until, until, because the flesh, amen, God had problem with the flesh. Until God was manifested in the flesh. Amen. Something happened. When God was manifested in the flesh... I believe the anointing came upon that flesh. And the Bible says that God was manifested in the flesh and he was justified in the spirit. I believe the anointing justified the flesh. It's the spirit of God that said, you know what? This flesh is acceptable. I can use this flesh right now. I'm going to put my anointing upon it. Now we believe in one God. What we believe that God who is a spirit was manifested in the flesh. And when we see Jesus Christ, we're looking at the man Christ Jesus. He was a man walking in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you right now, it wasn't just God doing the work, but it was the anointing doing the work. The Bible tells us that God anointed Christ Jesus. That he went about doing good and healing all that were sick. He wouldn't even do good if he was anointed. So I just want to go and help people. Don't you go and help them until you are anointed. Oh, hallelujah. I want to preach. I want to tell you something tonight. It makes all the difference. Amen. The Bible tells us that's why when we read in Luke 4, Jesus stood in the synagogue and he opened the book of Isaiah and he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Yeah. Hallelujah. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me. Amen. To heal the broken heart. He has sent me to open the blind eyes. He has sent me to set the captive free. He anointed me to do that. And every time Jesus walked in the streets of Jerusalem, he walked in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Every time Jesus did a miracle, he did it under the anointing. Every time he opened a blind eyes, it was the anointing, it was the flesh. God using this flesh, this carnal flesh, that God had anointed it. And every time Jesus would go into a place, that anointing would flow. It is the anointing that made evil spirit uh, flee. It's the anointing that the devil were afraid of him. They saw this is the anointed of the Lord. 
I want to tell you something tonight. The devil is afraid from God's anointed. Can I tell you? Can I, can I preach to you tonight? God is... Hallelujah. When God anoints somebody, he gives them that power. He gives them that authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe that when Jesus would walk and that woman... That woman of, 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 of infirmity for 18 years. I tell you how she got healed. The Bible says, Jesus said, the power left me. You know why? It's not about just touching his robe. It's not about touching his leg. She touched the anointing. And when you touch that anointing, healings flow. I believe you can be healed tonight. I believe God will take your infirmity tonight. I believe God will take that disease tonight. I believe God can heal you tonight. If you just go and touch that anointing. Oh, hallelujah. 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 In every ministry that the Lord made, He made it under the anointing. That was God's plan. That's what, that's what God was after. Hallelujah. But the anointing was all in the man Christ Jesus. That's why in Luke 24 when Jesus came to his disciple. He said this is what I want. I'm going to die on the third day. I'm going to rose again. And you can go and preach the gospel. But don't you go and preach the gospel. Until you receive the promise of the father. Don't you go and do anything unless you're anointed. Oh Hallelujah. Don't you go and give any Bible study until you're anointed. Don't you go and do anything for God until you're anointed. Because if you're going to have results in your life, you got to be anointed. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us that they got into that upper room. Amen. And I believe that's why. That's why Jesus had to go through the garden of oil, of olive trees that's why he had to cry and tears has to and sweat has to come be mixed with blood it was a pressing place that's why he had to go and and suffer a little bitterness they they, they could they, they took some 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 uh, vinegar and tried to put it in his mouth so he can taste bitterness hallelujah and that's why he in, in the middle of all of that uh, amen the presence of God was still with him until amen he was hanging on the cross and he cried out father why did you forsake me he had to get into a place, but when he was on the cross and when he died, something happened. And what happened was the anointing flew from Calvary to the upper room. Something happened when, when his body was broken after he went into a place of bitterness, a place of, of press, a place of, of tiredness, of beating. Something happened. He allowed that oil to break. Hallelujah. And when they were all in the upper room, the Holy Ghost came upon them. And can I tell you what happened? Every single one of them, 120 pastors, they all were anointed with the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter. Now they're not running for their life. They're not afraid. They can stand in the face of people who crucified Christ and said, Hey, you crucified the Messiah. And they can preach Acts 2.38 under the anointing. We wonder sometimes. How is it that 3,000 were baptized? Can I tell you how? It was the anointing. 
you wonder how people walked and they would put the sick people on the streets and when Peter and, and the disciples who passed from their shadow they were healed do you know why it's because of the anointing it was not because of the shadow it has to do with the anointing they were so close from the anointing that the anointing would touch them and heal them hallelujah Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus did. That's exactly what he did. He said, I'm going to take that anointing and I'm going to anoint my church. When I put my name, I'm going to anoint my church and I'm going to pour that oil upon it. Oh, hallelujah. That's why the book of Revelation tells us that to him who had washed us from our sins, and he had made us kings and priests. Do you know how he made us to fit in these offices of the Old Testament? By the anointing. When you were filled with the Holy Ghost, God had anointed you. God had made the priest out of you. He made the prophet. He made the king. You tell me, pastor, I'm not much how you, you, the devil's been lying to you. God had put his spirit on the inside of you. God has anointed you. God had touched your heart. God had touched your life. And everywhere you walk, you can go to India, you can go to Lebanon. Everywhere you walk, that anointing. You're walking and people feel something different about you. They want to know why. Can I tell you why? It's the anointing. Can I tell you what the world needs? The world needs the anointing. They need anointed people that they can walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And that's what we do. That's been the key for us, at least in Lebanon. Tell me, how, how is it that people walk off the streets? And they weep and cry. Muslim, Muslim people weep in the presence of God. Do you know why? It has nothing to do with anything that we do. It has to do with the anointing. I've learned that if we have enough prayer in our church and prayer in our home and prayer in our life until we're bubbling, until that anointing is flowing, it's not just about praying, it's about praying in the Holy Ghost. It's not just about worship, it's about worshiping in the Holy Ghost. It's not just about praising, it's praising with the Holy Ghost. Whatever I gotta do, I gotta do it until I'm flowing with the anointing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I used to go to work and I used to have so many problems at my job, just evil spirit everywhere. And can I tell you, I started going to work early and I started praying and I started praying until I pray in tongues and something has shifted in that place. People would walk and don't know what's happening, but everybody's attitude has changed. Can I tell you why? Because it's the anointing that makes spirit flee. And don't you tell me I'm in a hard place. I'm in a dry place. I'm working in a difficult place. I have so much witchcraft in my city. That's not true. If you allow the Holy Ghost and the anointing to flow, it'll drive every evil spirit. It'll drive every wickedness. It'll give you revival in your home. Give you revival in your family. Give you revival in your job. Oh, hallelujah. If you stand with me tonight. Hallelujah. He anointed them and he made them priests. Now I'm looking at a group of people tonight that has been called to serve God in the kingdom. Different capacity under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. He made you kings over your home, your family. Amen. That you can walk in that anointing. 
God is so much after the anointing and the release of it that sometimes you know what I've seen God do sometimes people that really just want to stay where they're at and people who did not understand that it's all about the release of the anointing I've seen God sometimes take them to that garden of olive put them in a place of pressing a place of hardship hallelujah there they have to take a little bit and try to start tasting a little bitterness they hurt something happens to them they don't know why they got broken in their minds in their spirit something happens you don't understand why but yet God takes a little bitterness and take a little cinnamon a little sweet and bring it together right in that pressing place and all of a sudden you look at their life something has happened into them their prayer life has changed their walk with God has changed do you know why because they've been broken into a place where now they come to God and, and all what they can do is pray a little bit and a little bit of that anointing will start flowing and you walk around them and you feel something about them have you ever been around some folks that's been broken they might walk with a hip injury but yet the anointing flow through them and this 2024 I don't want to just live it like 2023 but this year I want to walk in the anointing of the Holy Ghost I want God to take me to that place that I am so full of the Holy Ghost I'm so full of prayer so full of worship so full of the anointing that everywhere I go that's what people see and that's what people feel and if you want this tonight for that holy ointment to flow and that anointing to flow I want to invite you to come to this altar that you would open your heart and open your spirit and allow that Holy Ghost anointing to flow and to flow and to flow hallelujah you're asking God for a blessing you're asking God for miracles you ought to be asking God for that anointing anoint me God anoint my fingers anoint my heart anoint my legs anoint my mind anoint my thoughts